Welcome to All Things Career Podcast. The mission of All Things Career is to provide the unwritten rules of success to people of color. No matter if you have a job or own a business, we want to share information and experiences that we wish we knew earlier in our careers. How can I show love, admiration, and gratitude to Black women beyond words? How can I make sure little Black girls have the space to be carefree and have fun while also knowing they have limitless possibilities in front of them? From there, Gratitude for Black Girls was born. Tatiera is a creative with 10 plus years of experience as a communications and marketing professional in the social impact space, working for small and large social enterprises and nonprofit organizations. She started Gratitude for Black Girls to celebrate Black women and inspire Black girls. What was created as an annual event has organically evolved into a safe space and platform to celebrate Black women for simply existing. She believes that her life purpose is to show up and show out for Black women. And when she leaves this earth, if one woman says she really saw me, then her work would have been fulfilled. And today she is a guest on our podcast for celebration of Black Women's History Month. Welcome, Tati. Hi. Hi, Christine. Hey, Tati. It's just so great to have you finally on the show. I mean, we've been talking about this for like quite some time now. So it's such an honor and a privilege to have you on the show today. I am honored to be here. Also to the listeners, Tati is my soror. And so we actually pledged AKA together at the same time. We are like sister sisters. So this may be another one of those raw conversations, just like you all like it. So just super excited and happy to have Tati on the show today. So kind of some framing for our listeners, you know, I did Mm -hmm. share a little bit in the introduction that Mm -hmm. April is Black Women History Month. And just Mm want to let you all in with some data, right? So we as Black women are highly educated. Black women enroll in college at higher rates than men overall. We also are highly ambitious for ourselves, and to make the workplace better for others. Some data around that is that Black women say that they want to be top executives the same rate that white men said they want to be top executives. And more than half of Black women who want to become top executives are driven to desire and change the culture of their workplace. And lastly, we are the fastest rising entrepreneurial group among women. Black women-owned businesses grew more than 600% from 1997 to 2017. So basically, the data says that Black women are the bomb. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about gratitude for Black women and how we can truly celebrate Black women during the month of April. So Tati, tell us a little bit more about this month. And if I'm being honest, I did not know that this month existed until you. So you are my (laughs) expert in this space. So please enlighten our listeners today. Yeah. So uh, April is International Black Women's History Month. Shout out to Shay Battle. She is a Georgia resident in Atlanta. She's a tech consultant and entrepreneur who started Black Women's History Month back in 2016. Most of us know Black women don't really have the privilege to separate our gender from our race. Like 
I'm both. I'm a woman and I'm black. So Black History Month, as lovely as it is, only highlights one piece of who we are. Women's History Month, as lovely as it is, only highlights one piece of what we are. And come April, the two are put together in the way that we need it to be put together because both these pieces, our gender and our race, are so heavy and need to be explored, celebrated, and just seen as equal weight. I don't think we had space like that before International Black Women's History Month. Yes, that's so good. And, you know, as being a DEI like professional, we talk about intersectionality a lot because Mm -hmm. the experience of women and the experience of black people that sometimes it's a whole different experience for black women. Right. And so I think it's so important that, you know, we designate this month, we celebrate this month and we really just rally together as black women. In your bio, you just had some really chill, worthy questions and (laughs) goals for yourself and just really helping us Black women really see our worth and our value. Talk Mm -hmm. a little bit more about why gratitude for Black women is needed, not only in the month of April, but 365. (sighs) Okay, where do I begin? I think gratitude for self is important just broadly. People can't drink from an empty cup. I say that quite often. And there's this idea that when you show yourself gratitude, like you're being selfish, I don't believe that to be true. And I think specifically for Black women, we are always at the forefront of everyone's fight. Mm. We are always advocating for the in quotes like little guy we are always putting ourselves on the front line and very few times others put our needs first and get on the front line for us and so I know it's really important to show gratitude for black women both as black women so black women showing gratitude for ourselves but then others showing gratitude for black women in their communities. And so like for me, when I talk about gratitude for Black women, gratitude for Black girls in the context of the platform is Black women showing gratitude to ourselves. Like, hey, I am doing a good job and I deserve affirming safe spaces. And then on the other side of that, it is saying, hey, Black woman, I'm a Black woman and I see you and I appreciate you and I love you and I am you. And I think that type of sacred, safe space that's not built around achievement, for lack of a better word. Like, you don't have to be the first Black woman to do something. You don't need to be a girl boss in quotes. Like, just for simply existing in the way that we exist as Black women and the influence that we have on culture deserves a thank you. And what we do know is that like, we're not gonna always going to get that thank you. So when I think about gratitude for Black women from my context, it is giving us, myself included, that thank you, regardless of if anyone else will. If no one has us, we have us. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so good. And, you know, earlier this year, Tati, we did an episode on self-care and Mm -hmm. part of the component of self-care that was recommended was this affirmations. And I think this is so great for us to put into our self-care toolkit of really just doing it in the context of gratitude, like thanking yourself for just existing, right? I love that because I think oftentimes for me, I'm always like, oh, well, let me give myself gratitude for something well that I did. And no, like, let me give gratitude for getting up this morning, just a small thing. So thank you for sharing that and bringing that to light. Let's talk a little bit about in the context of work. You know, our podcast is centered around careers and, you know, we Mm -hmm. do dabble into, you know, other things for general wellness. But today I want to talk a little bit about how can Black women show gratitude for other Black women at work? What does that look like? I gave this some thought and I really think it's through transparency. And I say that because I think just workplace culture in general needs to do this shift. Everything is so hush, you know, salaries, title changes, who's getting what and doing what. It's like real taboo. Because I also want to say like Black women aren't a monolith. So of course, everyone's going to need different things, which is why I feel like that level of transparency is important. So that it's a way to connect without kind of generalizing, you know, all Black women. I think it helps make the workplace safer and more this space of like, I kind of understand what I'm walking into and how to move. And I think Black women can do that for each other. Salary transparency is like the number one thing I, I could think about when I thought about it. Like knowing that I can go to other Black women in my workplace and be like, you know, hey, you know, they offer me a 10% increase. And if she knows, like we know, man over here for that same role, he got 15%, you know, go advocate for yourself and kind of helping me be in the know. I think if we could do that for each other, that would move mountains, honestly, instead of, you know, a space of keeping that stuff in the dark because it's often so kept in the dark. We could do that for each other and do that knowledge transfer. I think that would be transformational. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think it goes back to this crab of the barrel mentality, right? Mm -hmm. A crab in the bucket mentality. There are some people who feel like, okay, I'm going to be the only one, or if I can't have it, neither are you going to have it. And Mm -hmm. I think that we as Black women, we can show gratitude for one another by doing exactly what you said. Okay, if it took me this long to get to this milestone. Well, I'm going to help you. So it takes you half of the time, or I'm going to teach you the things that I wish I would have known. And I think that's something that we all as black women can agree upon to do because Tati, I'll be honest in my own personal story and journey, there have been black women who have not helped me because they don't want me to outdo them. And it's like, sis, it's not even about outdoing each other. It's about us getting what we deserve. And just because you went through this doesn't mean that I have to go through it too. Facts. I have two things on that. So the most basic one, because I say this with gratitude for Black girls as a platform as well, not all skin folk is kin folk. So, you know, Mm. we're not talking about the Black women, the women of color. Like, we're not trying to teach people how to be good to other women, specifically other Black women. Like, that's not what my platform is for. You go get that somewhere else. And then once you're healed, you come here. We aren't empowering. We're working with the empowered. Because I don't believe in 
like when we talk about like women empowerment, it's not really about trying to transform, change people's minds, like unkind people's minds. Like that's not what I'm trying to do. Women who are already empowered, already healed, already love themselves and love their communities coming together. I'm sure there are spaces out there who want to change those minds and work with those people. That's not me. And that's just full transparency there. The second thing I wanted to say about that and the crab in the barrel mentality, I think about it like this, because I think the crabs in the barrel is systemic. Because if you think about it, crabs' natural habitats, and I've, I've read this somewhere, so I'm not making this up just in case somebody's like, oh my God, that sounds so good. I didn't come up with this. <laughs> but like, <laughs> crabs' natural habitat isn't a barrel. So it's like the sink or swim is how they're trying to get out. And I think that is very similar to what we see happening with Black people across the diaspora. You know, we talk about, oh, Black people got this crabs in a barrel mentality. We were never meant to be in a barrel. Now, what we need to work on together is how to get out of the barrel together. But that is a whole separate set of mind shifts that needs to happen. And yeah, just those two things I wanted to also say there. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And I think to your first point, like we have to all have this ground level agreement of like, as black women, we're going to agree and we're going to take this oath or this like code of ethics, right? That we're going Mm -hmm. to look out for each other. And if you're not ready to be there, then like, just stay over there. You're not ready to be there. Yeah, just stay over there. But so true. So, so true. So true. Now let's shift. Right, Tati, and I know that you were all for gratitude for Black women and Black women Mm -hmm. being empowered and all of Mm -hmm. that. But I think there's also a lot of allies, right? There's a lot of maybe Black men and Mm -hmm. Black men, data suggests, are the worst for Black women sometimes. Mm -hmm. There's also other women of color. There's also white men and women that really Mm -hmm. want to show gratitude or show support or allyship for us. Can you give us some tips of what that looks like in the workplace? In the workplace, it's most basic, hey, Black women, period, full stop, what they're worth. I think what allies can remember and actively do, one, just the remembering part, this idea of like Black girl magic, you know, Black women are magical. I think we need to do away with that in this literal sense because it takes away from how hard we actually work because then it comes off like mm. oh like, like she does it so effortlessly no I actually put in a lot of effort I actually worked really hard I got these education I put in the hours I put in the arm and leg work and like acknowledging that showing gratitude for that of course you know and then paying us what we're worth for all the work that we put in I think is important and if you're not in a space if you're an ally who's not in the space to do the monetary part, because while money does not buy happiness, it does buy access to resources and opportunities that do buy happiness. So we cannot shy away from money. And I think that is really important for people to understand when we talk about paying Black women. That is what it's about. It's about the access to resources and opportunities. If you're not in a space to do that part of it, when we're in rooms and we're sharing ideas and we're being team players, Acknowledging the idea as our idea is Mm. important. You know, so often in boardrooms and conference rooms, and this goes back to this idea of like the team player concept in workplaces. Like, oh, like you're not being a team player. 
Black women have to advocate for ourselves in that way, because if we just sit in quotes, be the team player, we won't get the raises. We won't get the title changes. That's why like, we are sickles for our case guys, because I need to have the receipts. When I come to advocate for myself, I have to have the receipts. So it's not about not being a team player or, you know, trying to one someone up. It's about advocating for myself. And I think as an ally, recognizing that and being a team player as in acknowledging the work that I'm doing, I think that is the best thing that, yes. that allies can do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. I am wholeheartedly with all those. And I would say just another is like helping them. Like if you see something, say something, right? It's so simple, right? In like layman's terms and like all all those campaigns, like see something, say something. Don't be a passive Mm -hmm. bystander. Like Mm -hmm. if something doesn't feel right, say something and be there. Oftentimes we as Black women have to advocate for ourselves so much that it's draining. So if you Mm -hmm. know, if we're in a meeting, me and Tati, we're in a meeting together and you bring up an idea and Carl goes off and says it's his idea. Like, come on now, say something. Say, no, actually, Tati, I recall Tati was the one who said that. Um, so just little little things that you can do as being an active bystander and just not being a passive and performative allyship. Because I think in 2020, everyone, you know, added the email signatures, posted <laughs> the black square. But what does that look like in layman's terms, particularly in work? Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. So on board. Like we have to move away from performative actions. Like we just do. Yes. Yes. Just do it. Just do it. Like Nike. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. So Tati, I'm also excited to have you on the show to just talk about gratitude. But also I want to talk about the amazing event that you are planning this month and just really want to get my listeners to, you know, Mm -hmm. support and just give us the rundown of the history, the event, what to expect and maybe how we can participate, join or even help the cause. Yeah. So Gratitude for Black Girls is the name of the platform. And since 2019, every April, we host our signature Black Women's History Month event that is now called This Is For Us. And it is an immersive experience curated by Black women for Black women. And for the first time since our inaugural event in 2019, we are back in person. We spent the last two years virtual because of the pandemic. And after doing some soul searching and pivoting and getting all our logistics together, we now are in a space where we feel comfortable and confident to come back in person in Chicago, my hometown. And so I'm very, very excited about it. And so when you show up to This Is For Us, our goal is always for you to really feel the labor of love that it is when you come in, specifically as Black women all the different shades of Black women, all the different hair, all of the different styles all coming together in this space. Because our event is different because it's not about being one type of Black woman. It's not Mm. about being that girl boss. It's not about trying to be the millionaire girl or even the fitness girl. It's all of them. It's a space where you just get to look at yourself and look at other Black women and just love on each other. It's just that. 
with a few intentional pieces in the middle. You know, mm. we provide food, we provide drink, we provide entertainment. There's Black women you can buy from. We have vendors there, all Black women businesses, Black women there to entertain. We have a Black cellist, we have a singer, we have poetry, we have a Black woman DJ. And it's just a really immersive experience. And one of the articles from the first year called it a safe place on a Saturday. And mm. I couldn't have asked for a better way to describe it. To have those few hours out of the day where you walk into a space as a Black woman, you're greeted with champagne or sparkling drinks you don't drink. You come in and you're fed good food from a Black woman chef. She's feeding your soul. You're shopping with Black women, small businesses, you're investing in your fellow Black woman this way. You're hearing the music that you love to dance to that makes you feel good from a Black woman DJ. And then you see this Black cellist, this beautiful Black woman. Her name is Yana, and she's playing classical music with hip hop twists. It's amazing. She's brilliant. And it's just one of those opportunities to step out of what's happening in the real world around you. I mean, because every day you're dealing with sexism and racism and being the strong Black woman, being the superwoman. It's not about that here. It's about showing up for yourself and showing up for the women in your community in a very warm and fuzzy way. And that is what I always wanted this space to be. We all already know all the things. We know all the statistics. We know all the challenging things. We didn't need another space for that. From me, I want to make that clear. We didn't need that space from me. Mm. I wanted to create a space that was simply about Black women and our joy first. Yes. And, not, and not as in an afterthought to the trauma or because of the trauma. Just our joy. Like we deserve to have spaces that are about us being happy for happiness sake. And that is what gratitude is. Yes. I love that. I love that. <laughs> and I definitely will be there. So how can Yay. people join me? Yes. So tickets presale open on March 15th and they can go to gratitude for black gratitude, the number four black and purchase their tickets. We will have general admission tickets and VIP tickets. All of it will be all over social media. You can follow us on LinkedIn and like us on Facebook at Gratitude, the number four Black Girls. You can sign up for our email list. Sign up on gratitudeforblackgirls.com. Everyone on our email list will get all the access giveaways and stuff first. We do pre-sale. And then we also have the regular ticket prices. And sometimes, depending on the day, the perks of owning the platform and being the founder, Depending on the day, depending on my mood, I might decide I want to give away a ticket. I might decide I want to give away two. I might decide I want to give away some money. People on our email list find out first. So those are the best ways to get involved and be in the know. Yes, 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 yes. Love it. And I hope <laughs> that my listeners join me in Chicago for this amazing, amazing event. Make a weekend out of it. And we'll just 
safely exist for the entire weekend. So, so exciting. And Tati, just thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing. Of course. Before we close, I wanted to end the way we end with all of our shows is we ask each guests to share their unwritten rules of their careers, you know? So we pride Mm -hmm. ourselves on really giving professionals of color things that we wish we would have known or things that are just unwritten that you just don't Mm -hmm. know until you're actually in the role or the career. So talk to us about what your unwritten rule of success is. Yeah. So I honestly, it has been building trust. I listen before I speak specifically in new roles. There's often institutional knowledge and things in place. And by building that trust, it has allowed me to come into spaces and lead and innovate because people understood that my intentions were good. That has gotten me so far, that trust building and that tactically or tangibly, that looks like having the meetings when you first start to understand someone's role in the work. That looks like not cutting people off when they're speaking in meetings, open, clear communications. And honestly, in the workplace, especially in this kind of new hybrid world that we're leaning towards, you cannot over communicate with people because there's so much room for interpretation that higher communication has been key. And that that building trust is it. And my very first adult job, my first boss, who was a Black woman, told me that. And that has opened so many doors for me. I love that. I love that so much. Well, Tati, thank you so much for sharing You know how we can be more intentional this month for gratitude for Black women, how we can participate in a safe space in April in Chicago. And just thank you for teaching us how to listen and just really allow people to thrive in the workplace by being intentional about paying our Black women, advocating for them, and just, Mm -hmm. just being clear. So thank you so much for your time today. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure and an honor. And, you know, I'm one of your biggest fans. So, oh, stop it. I'm your (laughs) biggest fan. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Tati. All right. Bye bye. You've been listening to All Things Career. Be sure to subscribe to learn more ways to increase your value. Don't let what you learned today go to waste. Leave a review. Let us know how you plan on using today's content to improve your career. Until next time.